Their goal is to bring you a podcast that sounds more like everyone else. What are we talking about again? Then anyone else. We need to accept the fact that we are like every other podcast. Yeah, we want to be special, but we're not quite there yet. It's the Zenial Odyssey Podcast with Remy and Bobby Rocks. So I saw you look out the door. So in it, for anyone who's wondering, we're recording in a dining room right now. We were at my mom's house. We there's a there's a French door here, and it leads out to the pool. And I think Remy is longingly looking at that. <laughs> people out, my sister and my niece, and I think one or two of her friends out there having fun, and it's like mother. Well, because last time I came, it wasn't set up. Oh, the pool wasn't open. Yeah, yeah. so yeah. it's like I came today, and like thing about New England guys where we live is it'll be forty, then it'll be a hundred. And there will be no warning. So it like suddenly got hot here. Sometimes it happens in eight hours in one day. Yeah, it really does. It can go from like 30 to 90. So yeah, today was the first day. Even before I came in here, I was outside taking pictures with the pool because it just looks so nice. But yeah, there'll be plenty of, uh, plenty of opportunities. But yeah, he notices that I keep because I'm a sweaty dude. Well, I mean, I sweat because of breathing, but that's just because <laughs> yeah. I'm fat. But Me and Bob are in like a sunroom yeah. right now. And so it's like, <laughs> we're doing hot yoga. Well, you know what's funny is this. Uh, this actually was a. Uh, this was actually uh, the original bedroom for my brother and I. Oh, really? This room. Yep. So you could just go right out. Oh no 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 no! They weren't allowing that. No, what I mean is like my parents uh, added added onto the house. Originally, the original deck stopped uh, just on the other side of the wall right there, and then over time they added it. They extended it to the pool deck. Uh, as they they added up, they added a second floor onto the house. Nice. And then they turned this into a dining room. They put in the French doors. Yeah. So this, I mean, this house has uh, gone through many uh, iterations. Yeah, many iterations. Yeah. 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 Over time, too, it was never like things done at once. The first thing was the pool in my life. First thing was the pool. It had its own standalone deck. You couldn't walk straight across to ah. it. And then they added stairs to the original deck. Nice. So you walk down the stairs and you walk up the other stairs. And then they extended this deck and then got rid of the stairs. And then they added in things like this. When they changed the windows, they added in the French door. One thing I wanted to ask you about, the water slide that goes from the second window and corkscrews through the kitchen. How long has that been here? Uh, That has been there since I moved back into this house when I was in grad school. Yeah, because you said you put all the money into that slide, right? (laughs) All the money I got from our job, you know, which paid us out if we didn't use our vacation time. Yeah. Yeah, I was just like, water slide. Yeah, no, that was a smart move. But um, yeah, summer. All right, let's. You know what? Let, let's just do summer. Let's do summer talk. I I feel like there's been this dialogue lately. It's like, uh, what is it? Hot girl summer. I keep seeing that on TikTok and Instagram, and it's like, what the f- like? What that means? All right, I'll give you guys what I think that means. Okay, good, because I don't know what it means because yeah. I'm not on TikTok. I think it. I'm only because I have to be, but I, I I think it means like be hot and single and do sex with whoever you want to do sex with consensually. That's what I think it means. So I have to wonder if hot girl summer means for me it's going to be wet dick summer. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. What, what's there to be sorry about? Nah, because my dick's wet right now. I just didn't know if you saw it. Oh. Well, I'm dripping. I thought that was just because it's like it's an unventilated room and we're all fat and sweaty. It's semen, know? though, which I can't oh. really explain. But what are they seeing? <laughs> hey! hey. There, there it is. There it is. Yes. But I feel like okay, so this kind of parlays into like the modern the modern world. I don't think people are dating anymore. I don't think young people are really dating anymore. And this isn't 
me just being an old guy who's out of touch. Like I'm friends with people of all demographics. And I think women have slowly realized that they might be happier and be able to do a little better if they focus on themselves. Well, it's funny you bring that up because this next story I'm going to tell was in one of my classes in grad school. For people who don't understand what grad school is, that's you're getting your master's degree. That's the real shit. Or you're getting a doctorate degree, depending. And the way it works in college especially is that whatever level you're teaching to, you have to have a level above that. And what I mean is if you're going for your bachelor's degree, your teacher or professor has to have a master's degree. Mm -hmm. And if you're going for a master's, your professor or teacher has to have a doctorate Doctor, degree. Yeah. So I'm in this class. It's after class. And we're all adults. So we all work during the day. Grad school classes start at like 4 o'clock at night. They can go. They can, there are classes that can start at 7 o'clock at night. You meet once a week. And they're like usually three hours. Uh, so we're at the end of the class before we're all taken off. And my professor, who was fantastic, she moved here to go to when she was doing her post-doctoral work. Because it had opportunity. Yep. <clears throat> and she talks about being a single woman. And she said, there were, uh, dick pics came up in the conversation. And she, and she said, like, you would, be you would be surprised how many 40 and 50-year-old men are sending me dick pics. Yeah, see, <laughs> like, but I can't, like, for me, I, first of all, I don't get that. If, if she, now, is she saying that they're unsolicited? Because if they're unsolicited, that's fucking gross. I think it's... Or is she saying it's just open and like... I think it's, are, she's saying it's open. Sometimes it's unsolicited, but she was presenting it like... I'm dating and guys are just showing me the goods? Yeah. Yeah, that's totally cool. I mean, yeah. if that's your thing, that's fine, you know? Um, but her point was, it's not just a young person's game. Everyone's doing it. Yeah, no. And, and that's, I think, the world... And I think, too, honestly, we talked about this a bit, but in the wake of the Amber Heard trial... I think that a lot of people are going to be a little bit less eager to get into relationships quickly. I just, I really do. And I think that if people can meet their needs casually, then why do they need to do it otherwise? Now, if people still want a couple, like, I have no problem. If I met somebody great and she stole my fucking heart, I'd couple off. But I think that the society in general is, is sort of moving away from that. I think that is what Hot Girl Summer sort of means too, is do you, girl. Yeah, I agree with that. You yeah. know? Yeah, it's, and, and you know, me and Bob live in a place like, it's this isn't vacation-centric where we live, but New England is. Cape Cod, and there's lots of places. Like, when I used to live down the Cape, it was nice because every summer you had a crew of women that were coming there's, up for uh, the summer. <clears throat> yeah, and they were me, getting... There's, there's Cape Cod, there's Portland, Maine, there's... um New Hampshire. There's, there's uh, Old Orchard Beach in Maine, or as my cousins who live in Maine say, it's the Jersey Shore of Maine. <laughs> uh, but instead of people coming from Jersey, people come from Quebec. And yeah, down there. French women um, too. Good God. Oh yeah, you have the White Mountains, the Green Mountains, the Purple Mountains. Yeah. Oh wait, that's a, isn't that a D twelve song? <laughs> um, you have Newport, Rhode Island, and just yeah. the, the just Block Island. Ro I mean, that. Rhode Island, Tiverton. Um, you have Little Compton, oh, which Little sounds Compton. like a tiny beautiful. gangster place, but beautiful. it's one of the most beautiful drives you can have. Yep. Well, summer's interesting though, because like you know, it, it's not what it was when me and Bob were younger. Like all it means now is we're going to be working and sweaty. Yep. When you're younger, it meant oh, I got three months to just like. Do nothing. Be chaotic neutral, you know? Get and it all I'm, out of my system, everything I've been saving up and repressing. Yeah, and, and it's such a different time for adults because it's like, oh, cool. I'll be doing all the exhausting stuff I do. It'll just be 95. But I think so. I think I want to be a little bit um, hedonistic this summer because Go how on. many more years can I be? Go on. Yeah, well, I'm just saying like for me, as long as I'm doing what I need to do, working and holding shit down, I mean, there's no reason why... If everybody's just boffing, there's no reason why I can't just boff. Yeah. You know? And I think that it's... I think the things that have changed that are really, really good are... The consent thing is... It's good. 
It's good that two adults can be like, yo, you, you, you want to fuck. Like, you couldn't do that in the 80s, in the 90s. It was taboo. You couldn't be like, yo, you want to just fucking hook up. But, like, I think the we fact had that... Sade it, in the 80s. Right? It was all about romance. And, operator. And the song in my head was Sweetest Taboo. I mean, because it's, it's a great song. What about... Uh, dun, 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 dun. Ordinary Love? Oh, that's a good one. I gave you all the love I but yeah, it was it was so different. Like when we were coming up and it was summertime, it was like for me, I always dated because that's I'm sorry, but like that was a surefire way to get ass. It was. And I love the girls that I dated. I've had a lot of relationships and shit. So what Remy's saying is he was trying to recreate summer loving from Greece. <laughs> summer as loving. Yeah. But yeah, it's interesting because I think that people are more open with each other. And I think that adults have become more honest. And I think that that's good because you would have situations where guys are hanging out with girls, the girls think they're friends, but the guys are trying to work towards something. Oh yeah, and now Ulterior there's a dialogue. Motives. Yeah, and now there's just a dialogue between people where it's like, listen, I'm not trying to be serious, but I can probably get you off a couple times if you're interested, you know. And I think that, you know, if everybody just kind of fucks this summer, and now I'm not telling ever. Listen, if you're in a relationship and you're like, cool, that's awesome. Like I thought I was in one a few months ago too, and that just like dissented. So I would have had a decidedly different summer. But I, I think that um, also I think that we're going down the drain fast. And who knows what the state of the world would be in, in three or four summers. You mean monogamy? No, just like, period. Wars, violence, racism, sexism. I think, oh, monogamy is almost done, bro. Listen, let's, we, we need to make that its own thing. But listen, I've had quite a few relationships that have determined for me that it was done. And I know that a lot of my friends who are married, their wives are constantly saying, I want to have an open relationship. And my, my friend's like, I can't do that. And I'm like, listen, man, her saying that to you is her way of letting you know that she'll cheat legally or illegally. I'm sorry. That's just a fact. She's telling you she wants it open because she wants to fuck someone else. She's giving you the option to stay in the relationship if you want. She's letting you know that she still wants to prioritize your relationship, but she wants to fuck. I think a better, uh, uh, this would be my spin on it. So what that sounds like is that she still still values the emotional connection mm -hmm. that and the and the security that you get, but that the physical intimacy is lacking, mm -hmm. and she can get that somewhere else. And she just wants to do it in a way that's somewhat under healthy? understanding that, that that both people can come to an agreement and understanding. Yeah, and I, I you know. I can understand people maybe not wanting to subscribe to it, but I'm letting you know. And it goes the same for women. If your man comes to you and says, I think we should open up, it's because he wants to open something up, you know? Um, now, if you don't agree with it, you want to drop, like, end the thing there, like, word, word. That's that, but let, just so you know, it is what it is. That's a warning shot when people do that. People say that in a relationship. It's, listen, I'm going to do this, but I'd rather do it and not feel like shit. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, but I also understand that that's going to be a model that a lot of people can't subscribe to because, man, you got to be confident to have someone that you care about maybe getting it better on the side. There's one thing for tr there's one thing for trust in a monogamous relationship. There's a whole nother level of trust that comes along with that. that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's foreign to people. But people need to understand that this is a lot of our parents were doing this shit in the 70s. They won't tell you the stories, but there were key parties, man. It, see, the ice storm, 1997. Yeah, oh, such, but, but yeah, no, really, yeah. see the ice storm because... Yeah. A movie based on 1970s suburban hedonism. It never went well, but they all tried it. Yep. You know? Um, so, but my, my point is, is I think the world is shifting. I do. I think the world is shifting. I think we're going to be seeing... Can we, can we go back to the ice storm for a second? Yeah. You know what I love about that movie is um, you had Sigourney Weaver, you had Kevin Klein. 
So they're they're in an adulterous relationship, yeah, cheating on their spouses. spouses. And then they want to do the key game. The most stereotypical suburban hedonism thing you can do. Oh, that's so scary. Yeah, you know, you pick random keys and that's who you're going to go hook up with. Yep. And so originally they decided that's our way to do it openly and it would be acceptable. And then she gets the key or she chooses the key of the 18-year-old guy, which lets him know, no, I found something better. Yeah. Yep. But what happens is I believe it's her husband and his wife. Don't like, they flip out? They get no. They get the keys, and so they kind of end up together. But most of that time is like, I don't feel comfortable with this. Yeah, talking, and then they finally attempt it, and then finally the husband's like, "This is wrong." Yeah, like mid 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 coitus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for putting it like that. <laughs> mid coitus. Yeah, and and it's just right there. It's like wow. And this was the seventies. And it's real. I mean, you yeah, know, no, like it's circling back. Like the stereotype of swingers. Yeah. Uh, I don't mean the movie swinger. I mean no. actual swingers. Yeah. Um, you know, where you hear the stereotypical things like they put the pi- upside down pineapple or whatever outside their door of like an ornament, which lets the whole community know that swingers, we're down swingers to fuck. Here. We're going to take a break. We're going to play a song. We will uh, just dive right in. Welcome to the Odyssey as always, everybody.
I have a story about swingers that kind of relates to this from about 15 years ago from my, my, uh, I was probably like 22. So a bunch of my friends lived in Wareham. For people who don't know, Wareham is, uh, it's, it's like the last, one of the last towns before you're officially on the Cape. Yeah. It's kind of hood too. Yeah. 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 Brockton by the sea. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we were there, we were all out, we were in our early twenties. We're all out drinking, having a good time. Everybody was pretty much single. And we met up with this uh, this couple who lived in Onset, which is oh, right next, shit. which is right next to Onset's Wareham. money too. Yeah, yeah. So they asked us if we wanted to go back to their place. And when <laughs> I when I say this, Ram, I mean legit. We were rolling like seven or eight people deep. Yeah, and this was just a couple who we just met, and we were all friendly with. And so run a train on my wife. We no, well, there were um, yeah, like so for people who don't know, like Rem, like me, like that, like hedonism and all that stuff that is not my thing it's cool it's if that's your thing it's cool but it's not my thing like okay uh there were people like that who were like me there there were people that were in a relationship and there were people who were very free-spirited and one of them was this uh this female and i i love her because she's like a guy yeah like you could you could hang out with her like one of the guys yeah and then she just like she liked to fuck that actually yeah that you, when you when you can hang yeah. out with them, like one of the guys it usually means they suck good dick yeah but and i and i'm not saying that we we hooked up or anything but no, I, no, mean, no, I, get it. I mean like i could go out to a bar and we could just literally like Chill. like yeah or she could be like hey could you could you want to fuck around with this guy who's trying to hit on me and i'm not really interested i'm like yeah sure. Word, yeah 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 and then there's other times where it's just like oh yeah come on on the dance floor with me and like that's have fun about anyway so we go back to this house and they um they had a margarita like one of those margarita buckets yeah so like so we're yeah yeah so we're all just like, you guys gotta know what red flags are dude well in hindsight it's always twenty <sighs> twice so a. anyway so anyway <laughs> I want to let you know like back then I could I could drink alcohol like I could I could Bob, yeah I, I get so it so I was um I had a buzz I because we had been drinking so long that I started to wind it down because I'm also a creature of habit I like to sleep at home. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, I will go. I will sober up so Me I too. can come home. Yeah. So I take a. I get my cup and I'm drinking from it. And all of a sudden, like I get really drunk. Like, like I can oh, just feel no. it. I, yeah, I can just feel it coming on. I'm done drinking at that point. Bro, they had things in the liquor. And uh, I start to kind of watch the room. And I people, don't like this. Story. People are starting to nod off, except for that friend of mine who's like a guy. And I see her, like the couple, and I see kind of what's going on. And so I literally, I literally nudge someone and I'm like, let's go outside and have a cigarette. And so like, they're just like, oh yeah, what's going on? Like, and I have this one friend, downers don't work for him. Yeah. They have the opposite effect. So he's, he's going like hyper. So I'm like, this is someone I've smoked marijuana with and like, it doesn't mellow them out. Yeah. Hyper and all that. And I'm seeing him and I'm like. Okay, I have everything, all the evidence I need now. Okay, so we're outside, and I'm like, dude, I'm like, these are swingers. I'm like, and normally, I'd be cool with it. They're drugging us. But they drugged us. They're they're drugging us. And I'm like, look around. Everyone's like this? Yeah, yeah. And he kind of was like, oh, yeah. And he I'm nodding for people who can't see, obviously. (laughs) He's like, yeah. So I start waking people up, and then I'm just, at first, I'm very subtle. Like, we got to go. We all got to go. And so people kind of like, oh, yeah, well, most of them are like, yeah, I'm really tired. And it's like, oh, no, shit. But then I approached the, the you know, the girl and I'm just like, yeah, we're going to go. And she's, she's even like, all right, that's cool. And so we're like leaving. And the and the couple's like, oh, you guys don't have to leave. It's cool. It's like, and so I'm like, no, 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 we're going we're gonna to go. And my favorite thing that I remember from this, and this is an inside joke that my friends that were there and I have, is uh, the, 
the girl was like, but I was going to do pancakes in the morning. We're going to do pancakes, all that. And I said, you can still do pancakes. We're just not going to be here. Yeah. And so we, we get into the cars and and the girl's in the car with me. And she's just like, those people were nice. What were you doing? And I'm like, those people, those people were swingers. And if that that's cool if that's if you were cool with it. And she was kind of like, it kind of looked like it was bringing that up. I'm like, yeah. But they were like drugging us all. And we were all getting like knocked out. You didn't notice that? And she was like, no. And I said, yeah. You wake up with someone inside you, bro. Yeah. And I said, that's fine. But that's kind of fucked up for the rest of us. that were just getting knocked out. And and she kind of had this moment like where she was like, so the face she made was like, she's thinking about it. And then she was kind of like, like, oh, shit. Well, no, she went the other way. Oh, she would have done okay. it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, some people, yeah, man. Yeah. But Etiquette. I just agree. If someone's drugging you, fuck no, that. They're not that. trying to have consensual sex no, with you. No, that's and that's messed up. That's the only time that's ever happened in my life, and I'm glad. But yeah. uh, I'm glad I could be there to kind of be the voice of reason for people and be like, nah, we're going to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. 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 So there's good and bad. My point of that story is that there's good and bad yeah, of course. to that kind of lifestyle, and that still exists to this yeah i think it's going to become a lot more prevalent again just because you know but i don't know if if the end result is that people are going to get healthier not being in relationships that are toxic or take too much from them then so be it um i think at our age me and bob when summer comes it's kind of like it's not what it is to other people you know it's sweet i get to mow the lawn yeah (laughs) and i get to sweat more when i'm working you know that's the thing um but I also think, like I said at the start of this, I kind of want to be more hedonistic just because I think we don't have much time left on this ride. I think it's going really poorly and it's going really quickly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I mean, I'll be honest. At the end of the day, I'm, I think that I'm more like Bob. Like, I like being in relationships. I like being committed. I like having that person to, like, chill and watch Netflix with. But the kind of humans I attract myself to are not the best for me. You know, I, I think I'm pretty shallow. I like pretty things in my army. It's like the prettiest snakes are always the most poison, though, you know? Ooh, the black mamba. Yeah, no, exactly. And like, you know, black widows with that beautiful diamond on their back that essentially means don't fuck with me, you know? So I bought a I black widow you. specimen this year. It's dead, you know? But it's in like a specimen jar and shit. And I keep that on my desk now to remind myself when I'm talking to like, if I'm talking to one that's too pretty or just too kinky and I'm like, oh yeah, she's going to steal all my hoodies and try to make me knock her up. Do you remember how the the hedonistic and kind of exhibitionist and uh, swingerish, however you want to put it, how the game changed with social media? And, oh, and, and what I really mean by that is AIM. AOL instant messenger. I started instantly sleeping with fucking porns. Dude, social media changed everything if you knew how to use it. I came up a writer when suddenly the world presented this to me. Listen, I'm sitting there one day and the world's like, hey, Rem, do you think that you could pick up any girl in the world if you could write to her instead of approaching her? And I'm like, I could probably pick them up if I approach them because I'm kind of a cocky dick. But yeah, if, if you're telling me I can do a blind approach with prose or jokes or poetry or something, it's a done game for me. And then MySpace came, and I was like, holy shit. And that was definitely, without a doubt, my most deviant run was, was MySpace when it started, having like suicide girls come over, and then having like a mob come over. And then, and then, but the problem was, at that time, I wasn't being as like, uh, okay, you're not supposed to, if 100 girls are attracted to you, don't sleep with 100 girls. Just don't, because there's going to be a few in there that are probably decent, that you could pair off with, but if you're just the fucking, if you're good luck Chuck and you're just dropping the dick down to everybody, it doesn't work, you know? And I think that was my problem initially is I was like, oh, because I had just come out like a few years earlier out of my toxic relationship. 
So I was like, oh my God, I can have normal relationships and have tons of sex, you know? But yeah, it's funny because like, I never thought that would swing back again. And, and you know, it was what it was. It was a good time for me. I enjoyed it. Um, I didn't like play anybody. I never like told anybody that I commit or this and that. But it, you're right. It was, it was a new sexual revolution for our, our people. Yeah, when I go back to AM, I, I have this vivid memory of this, because uh, you know how you could look up people's profiles? Yeah, yeah. Even if you, yeah, so so I would get a lot of people, men and women, I don't necessarily mean sexual or all that, but this one time I got this uh, this girl, I was probably about 18 or 19, and I was in the middle of having like an AIM chat with one of my friends. Want a cyber? Not even that. So she, her name was like Fallen Angel. Of course it was. Red flag number one. Right. Uh, she is, in hindsight, I know now because of work and life experiences. She's a dude. No, 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 no. Oh. She is a, a sexually reactive um, female. And what I mean by that, because she then comes out and tells me yeah. that she is an emancipated 15-year-old. Uh. So for people who don't know what that means, uh, she got emanci- emancipated from her parents, which means she's now her own guardian. And just so you know, when they do that, they have to have some form close to a new guardian. Yeah. And usually it's the person that's fucking them. Yeah. So she, uh, this this young woman was telling me all this. So, I mean, the other red flag is you're telling, you're very open with me, uh, ca- very cavalier with me, some random stranger on AOL Instant Messenger. So my mind goes to one of two places. Like, it's true. I'm taking her for what a word or I'm how to catch a predator. I'm trying to. That's why someone, I said she's a dude. Someone's trying to how to catch a predator. Yeah. Uh, either way, like I'm just being myself and I have found in my life that that can get me into trouble, which is kind of dumb yeah. that I'm just being genuinely who I am. But like I'm just so I'm carrying on the conversation. I'm not feeding into the sexual stuff. It's just it's coming out. And I'm just like, oh, well, I'm the, you know, oh, yeah, I'm emancipated because I was molested. It's like, oh, I'm terribly sorry. It's like to hear that. And then it's like, so this person like did the AOL friend thing so that when I could come on, they would see me. This thing occurred over times and I would just be polite, but we started sending me photographs that made me uncomfortable. So I just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. And I keep in mind that yeah. would circle back to you because you were yes. the adult. That's yes. why it's like, yep. I was always pretty good with that stuff, like just because there was a real, um, I guess it was the time to catch a predator and stuff, too. So it was really like, hi, I'm Chris Hansen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, hi. So grab a seat. Yeah. It's like, hey, Chris, you want some pizza? But yeah, it was weird because I used to get that want a cyber, want a cyber and like, huh? And then one day you figure it out. You're like, oh, these are definitely like adult men just trying to talk to you. You know what yeah. I mean? Yep. So I learned that pretty quick. Um, that, I mean, also, I, that also gets me into, um, what was it? What did I used to call them? My fake friends. Yeah, I know. That's like what on, it my, is. on MySpace. Yeah, of course. Um, where you could, uh, you would get a friend request on MySpace and with this beautiful woman, if you click on the, the profile, it's just all like dudes. Yeah. It's, and and yeah. It was, that was, listen, the other thing that sucks about MySpace, it was, it was the invention of the thirst trap. Thirst trap being the girl who posts semi-nudes or very provocative things to get hundreds and thousands of reactions. And um, before MySpace, that didn't exist. Now every girl on TikTok and Instagram is over-sexualized. So, unfortunately, but I'll be the first one to say, man, that day was my sexual revolution. Like, I was just fucking everybody, you know? Yep. <laughs> but, again, man, if everything's consensual between people and people are adults and shit, live your best life. Yeah. You know? Exactly. Everyone yep. kind of functions differently. I think more people would like to have functioning long-term relationships than would admit it. But With, you, with caveats. Yeah, of course. But also, you have to... The things cycle and change, man. And if, if now is the time for a new relationship model to be birthed, we might not all like it. We might not all agree with it. But it feels like it's happening, you know? Yep. It's like most things. Um, 
kind of going big picture here, but yeah. uh, the adults or the people in charge in a society can try to contain it the best they can, but you can't. It's, a few, it's futile. Yeah, subcultures are their own yeah. movements, you it's, know? It's, it's futile, and depending on the movement and the momentum it gets, it's gonna, it'll become the norm. And the thing that's interesting, right, is like we're talking about cycles, cyclical life. And so, right, so let's judge it like this. Super conservatism, 50s and 60s. 70s, you start the model of wife swapping and open relationships. But then in the 80s, there's kind of a push back against that again where it's yep. like, let's be families. Reagan, Reaganism. Yeah, 100%. Let's be families. Yep. So what that means is if it's swinging right back now to the ultra, ultra, like just liberal, like everyone fuck who they want, it's going to be cyclical again. And within yep. five years, a lot of the women are going to be like, all right, I'm yep. bored of selling my nude pictures. And a lot of guys are going to be like, um, but let's- the, thing, the thing we have to remember as United States citizens, too, is that we still live in a society where it's based upon these archaic values traditions and traditions christian which, values yeah yeah i was gonna say that and puritanical yes yeah and 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 the thing that really kind of i shake my head at i'll i'll smile i'll be like <laughs> I'll, I'll snicker and i'll do that is is it's to me it's just oxymorons like yeah it's where it fits your either that's what you want to portray or it's uh it's a it's it, you truly believe that but can you vouch for can you vouch for everybody else that you would consider a confidant? Yeah. If it's your husband, if it's your wife, if it's your nuclear family, if it's your congregation, if it's your, um, it's the community you live in. Can you vouch for all these people? The nuclear family thing cracks me up because it's like, how true did that term become? Because it's just blown up and doesn't exist anymore. You're right. But you know what? Those, uh, those people we were just talking about are just, you know, holding on with dear life. Oh, of course. And, for- and forcing it down society's throat. Uh, it's the thing I just never. It's the thing I never get because, and I'm going kind of off topic here it's a, fine. L- a little bit. But, it's a loose day. Yeah, but we have people who want to hold on to traditional values and yeah. all that, and yet they don't want to acknowledge that those traditional values that they want to hold on to have negative aspects too. Yeah, them. they're dead models. Like ra- racism, like yeah. the, like the blatant racism and discrimination that can come along with some of those. Oh, but we move Piazza. We don't have a racist society. We do. Yeah, we do. We do. Listen, it's just it's just evolved. It's more subversive racism. Sometimes over over racism. Yeah, so over, you know that's yeah. the thing too. And it's I don't know, man. I guess there was a time when the life we have now I thought was like fifty years away, but it's here now. Yeah, you know. And and if you look at the like I said, if you look at it as cyclical, I guess everything will kind of swoop back to normalcy again but i wouldn't expect that anytime soon you know and i wouldn't be surprised if the modern relationship sort of ideal blueprint was done at least the way that we've done it because i think a lot of us are like well that didn't work out you know you have the couples that keep having babies or buy a house together even though they hate each other because i think that's going to help you know and it's like i don't know it's the it's a it's that like Put a Band-Aid I, I, on a bullet wound. Yeah. I know so many people that, like, quote-unquote, stay together for the kids or, you know, if we just buy a, buy a home and the home is fantastic and yeah, we just do no. all this thing and it's like, yeah, that's a great image, but what's going on behind the image? Yeah. You, you listen, you can... We're getting into some blue velvet shit right there. You can, well, I was going to say, you can throw some certain chemicals into a flame and make it blue, but it's still a fucking flame and it's still going to burn everything, so, yep. you know? It's just a pretty. It's a pretty. Flame. It's a pretty way to go. It's a pretty burn. Yeah, but that's the thing is, it, don't fuck the world. 
<laughs> it sounds, it's, you know. It sounds, but Rem, do we have enough time? It, so, it sounds defeatist, but I don't know. I guess it just, it seems like we're circling a drain. Um, yeah, the best thing you can do is find good people, you know, and have a good circle as everything circles the drain. But yeah, man. What I love about, if you want to talk about like social circles, what I love about my social circle is that there's people all over the place as far as uh, values and ideologies yeah, yeah. and all that. And the great thing is, is that majority of us we respect our differences. Well, that's because we grew up in the '90s. But, but we'll, but we'll discuss them. Yeah, and we don't get in our feelings. Now, some of us, some people do sometimes. But because we're such good friends, we just all like mock them and make fun of them. But we do yeah, it to their face. Yeah, no, exactly. We, we do it to their face, and then we just let them know, like this is it's fine. Like I'm doing it in a manner where, guess what? It's okay. Like it. You I can make hear fun of you. Me too. You can make fun of me too. It's I don't agree with you, but I hear you, and you're allowed to say that. You know? Yeah. <laughs> sorry i think of uh i think of a conversation i had with a friend uh re- recently where it was just i mean like uh, literally was over a game of uh cornhole also known as bags where yeah. they were they were talking shit about how i was doing poorly and then i just openly was critiquing like how if somebody were to drop a bag right in front of the hole the person didn't know how to play and then it played out, and then we all just laughed about that. Don't and you love they, that? And they got quiet. Yeah, they the got whole quiet. The universe is like, all and right. I said, yeah, you got quiet because you know I'm right. <laughs> Bob always has to talk about his cornhole. Yeah, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna duck out because I'm sweating to death. Sorry, guys. That got weird. Yeah, I'm just sweating. I have to take these headphones off. Hey, I love all you guys. Thanks for listening to our weird ass show. All right, everybody. So I guess that's gonna wrap it up for this episode today. Uh, as always, this Odyssey is coming to a close. So until the next time. Yes, until the next time, we're going to wow, 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 and relax. And we hope you tune back in again for the next time. Again, you can always reach out to us. Uh, our contact info is on the website. You can reach out to us by email, Facebook, or TikTok. And Send nudes. Um, <laughs> maybe, maybe, not to me, though. Um, but yeah, anywho, okay, take care, everybody. Bye.